to this week's episode on Addict Corner. I'm Oluwa Tobiloba, as always. Yeah, yeah. You know, I miss you. Okay, okay, yeah. You know, you know what? I'm not going to say I miss you anymore because you don't actually miss me. Because if you miss me, you would have looked for me. You would have... Uh, what am I talking about? <laughs> anyway, welcome to this week's episode again. And it's an honor to have you on this week's episode. And Okay, good. So, I stopped publishing on Fridays. Yes, I know, right? So, I'm going to try my best possible um we're going to be publishing on saturdays now because turns out that weekdays i i never really have that big time to really just uh what's the word now dwell on some things right so we're going to be publishing every saturday now saturday in the evenings when you're not doing anything where you just want to sit down and relax and you just quickly want to listen to something you know saturdays are usually the chilling days except for those people that work on saturdays but yeah we'll be publishing every saturday now and i think that way we get to really become consistent on both ends you understand right yeah there's no pressure it's just you and me <laughs> yeah yeah anyway welcome to this week's episode um there's something important i want to talk to us about today and i don't want you to leave just Stay put, okay? I love you. As the stars are made to worship, so will I. last week's episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you learned something yeah it was uh, about lively stones hmm. living as lively stones knowing who you are really in christ anyway this week we're going to be talking about the king's meat <laughs> yeah you know like the king and the meat yeah so should i say recently or not so recently yeah not so recently i got engaged with a person and um sparkles and uh, spikes and sparks and spooks <laughs> i don't know kind of transpired and there was no sex actually it was just the the drama and um something something after after you know it was just a couple of minutes it wasn't a big deal but after it happened, I sort of felt that, okay, if you want me to give you the nitty gritty, <laughs> it was kind of a big deal. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a small thing, it was a big deal actually. And um after it happened, 
I thought to myself, you know, I got home and I went to bed. Yeah, I wasn't guilty. No, I wouldn't say I was I, I wasn't guilty, but I was too tired to feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. So wait, I just want to draw something out from there. So you do something terrible, you do something bad, like I kissed a married man. So um you do something terrible like that and um you don't you don't feel bad for it at that time, that point, that very day. Because or you masturbate, you 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 watch porn, you do something. You don't feel terrible, you don't feel bad. You know, I asked myself a question when the next morning when I woke and I said, "What what what happened last night?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh this happened. Oh, oh, that happened." So, I'm like, "Why did I go to bed without even thinking about it?" And then I figured, oh, I was really tired from work and I and I just wanted to sleep. So there are days when you you're watching porn and you're taking alcohol or you you just engrossed in your addiction. And you don't even feel bad about it. Right? <laughs> you don't feel bad. It's, it's it's when you wake the next morning that you begin to feel bad. It's like the very moment you engage with pornography or masturbation or sex being a sex addict it's like you were trying to suppress an emotion that has been eating you up for a very long time and then when you're trying to suppress that emotion once that emotion has been suppressed it feels like that thing that you did that porn that you watched that masturbation that you did kind of helped you suppress that emotion so you feel happy in a way again so you feel fulfilled you go to bed and you wake the next morning and you are filled with questions about what happened the previous night or the previous seconds or minutes it's like the things that look don't believe that thing that people tell you that when you when you do bad things it helps you let go of your problems the thing is your problems are still there okay so yeah just you're going to be there and when these activities help you suppress your problems it only happens in that moment and that moment or a couple of hours and after that you are back to the person that you were before that moment ever happened. And then you hate yourself. You might not even hate yourself. You may just begin to so you move away from your questions, uh, you move away from your problems to questions and it's like you have more problems with the questions that you're asking yourself. Okay, somebody's like Toby speaking in parables. What is she talking about? <laughs> Good so after I kiss the married man and all that we it was actually like a sparkle sparkles kind of thing you know i i liked him he liked me but he's married with a child and uh i didn't feel bad i went to bed and i woke the next morning you know what i was doing i, I was really stressed out that day so i didn't even know what i was doing <laughs> that day i was if i recall properly yeah i was i was really stressed out i didn't know what i was doing and when i woke the next morning i'm like what happened last night 
what, 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 what happened again and then i began began to ask myself questions and the next thing i know the person the other party feels like i want something big <laughs> and, and i and i'm like no 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 i don't i just wanted to i just wanted to play and i went overboard no that was wrong now now you now my problems were still there <laughs> apparently on, on that the next morning when i woke up and they were still there but at that moment it was kind of suppressed it felt like oh yeah adventure you want to live that life at that moment and then your problems come back but you know something that struck me that morning when i woke was that toby you don't eat the king's meat if you want to be the king's favorite yeah if you want the king to be half the time kings are just a representative of the people and they want you to support them who is a king actually a king is someone that represents people and wants you to support them in their ambition in their manifesto or something they want to do for the people and when you now want the favor of the king you don't get the favor of the king by dining and whining with the king or you don't allow you don't get the respect not the favor the respect of the king by consistently dining and whining with the king you get the respect of the king by proving to the king that you're more than that respect and that respect is not even as important as the one you have for yourself I'm not speaking in parables. So this is it. Who is the king in this place now? Who, who are we classifying as a king? Um let's say a sexual a sexual a pornography, let's say masturbation, let's say drugs. Because the thing is the king has the capacity to to turn you into something that you'd never think you would be at a particular moment. A king feels like he's ordering you around. Yeah, in case you don't know, when you get involved with your addiction, you're practically allowing it to control your life. So the king can control you. But the king will not respect you if you keep succumbing to the control of the king by whining and dining with the king. What do you do? You just you you choose not to move with the king you you choose not to do the things that the king will have you do but do it your own way that is very satisfactory for you and what is of course is your own way is for you to be free for you to live a disciplined life for you to mortify your flesh so that you don't get to do things that you're not supposed to be doing you intentionally train yourself to be godly and then the king will not have a power over you rather the king will respect you and you will not be swayed tossed to and fro by the doctrines of the king now not only will the king respect you which of course is the addiction and um, the king of this world 
the father of liars. Not only will he, will he respect you and say, oh no, don't, don't go near that person. Pornography will not, lust of the flesh will not work for that person. Lust of the eyes, no, it won't work for that person. See, leave, leave him alone. Leave, he's a child of God. Ah, he's a child, she's a child of God. Leave him alone. See, just leave her alone. I, I leave her alone. She's a very good person. Not only will that come from the king, it will also, you will find favor with God. You will find honor and favor with God because you represented him properly and put the devil to shame. The book of Daniel chapter one talked about how Daniel will work. Daniel and his friends, they were classified to be young men with physical defects, good looking, suitable for instruction in all wisdom, knowledgeable, perceptive, and capable of serving in the king's palace. So when they when they selected Daniel and his friends and a couple of other guys, Daniel told the eunuch or the person the person monitoring them that they they they, they were supposed to be trained in a particular language of life. You know that, right? So let's say the particular language of life, they were supposed to be trained in the Chaldean, Chaldean language or Chaldean language. And for three years, taught how to serve in the king's palace. <laughs> so... The king's palace is this this world, this this world here, this world. The fact that you are about to leave, the fact that you have to, you are living in the world doesn't mean you are part of the world. The fact that you are in, I, I hope I'm not complicating things, but really, the fact that you're living in this world doesn't mean that you're part of this world. You don't conform to the things of the world because you're not of the world. Daniel and his friends were from Jerusalem. Finally, we're going to learn the language in Babylon. But that doesn't mean that they were planning on being part of Babylon. They were, they were going to leave eventually. They were, going to, they were going to go back to their own house, their own place. So even if they were going to learn what was happening in Babylon so that they would not be tossed to and fro, they decided to exempt themselves by not eating the king's meat. They ate vegetables. They, ate, they only drank water. And guess what? Despite, when they separated themselves, they were accorded as different they were 10 times better than those people that ate the king's meat so this is it this is it it's very simple you are not part of this world you are not supposed to succumb to your addiction because it's a normal thing in this world sometimes people even feel like doing blow job and giving somebody a head and all of that is supposed to be a normal thing those things are not of you those are the things that comes with the king's meat. Okay, what then are the things that, you know, you know, the Chaldean, what's the Chaldean language? Don't mind me, I'm making the story an allegory. So, what's the Chaldean language? The Chaldean language is 
how you want to be perceived and respected in the world. But at the time, we feel we gain authority by the drugs and the alcohol and the pornography and the masturbation. We feel like we have something to say. So people, people are telling you, oh, do you drink this? Do you drink that? You're like, yeah, I drink it. Yeah, I can mix um, vodka and, um, and tequila together and I can take them together and drink them. Oh, you want to feel yourself. That you yourself, you are capable of some things that are within the world. The fact that you are in this world. And the fact that you can take dominion and achieve more than enough. Doesn't mean that you should do the things that the people of the world do. People are still going to respect you. People are still going to honor you. But you don't involve yourself with dirty things. Like the king's mates. Like the king's mates, say the God of this world. You're not part of this world. You're not part of this world. You're not part of this world. You are not conforming to this world. So you don't eat the king's meat. You can be in the king's palace and still look. The king will consult you to monitor his own people when he sees that you have separated yourself. The Bible says, Be ye separate. So you don't conform to the world. You don't do the things that everybody does because you want to be seen in a kind of way. No. You do the things that will please your God. The things that you think will please your God. As a matter of fact, you know what happened? Daniel and his friends were not just 10 times better than every other person. Daniel and his friends were also favored by God. They, you know what? They, Daniel and his friends were already filled with wisdom, knowledgeable, perceptive, and all of that. Not just that. They had all those things before. They were good looking, but God multiplied them. Daniel and his friends physically were 10 times better, and God still multiplied them in wisdom and knowledge. That the king in himself could not see anything but look you're in a workplace and um, not just workplace you are amongst your friends and you want to do the things your friends are doing so that you can feel among you don't have to be you and guess what your friends will continually they will you just see that they are beginning to do the things that you do the king's meet is always poison to the soul. The king's meat constipates. And when it does, it doesn't make you look fresh and beautiful. It doesn't make you 10 times better. It makes you a regular, common person. You become a cliche. But when you're different, and you choose not to eat the king's meat. You are more recognized amongst people. All right. <laughs> Thank you for joining this week's episode. Oh my God. I'm really glad to have you join this week's episode. And um, that will be all for this week's episode. I can't wait to join, uh, you know, have you on next week's episode. And uh, we are going to do this together again. Perhaps we're going to be taking something else on Kingsmith, but we are moving to season three next week's episode. And I'm super excited and I'm sure we're going to say something very fantastic, right? Bye.
of salvation and chase down my heart through all of my failure and pride on a hill you created the light of the world abandoned in darkness to die And as you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear. Well, you lost your life so I can find it here. And if you let. 